rolling? Yeah, rolling. Okay, let's do this, guys. Welcome to Life with Sydney and Davis, where every week we are sharing stories about our life as a couple working together as photographers, entrepreneurs, and content creators traveling the world. Welcome to our first podcast. This is our first one, to be honest, a bit nervous. This is something new for us. You may have seen us on Instagram and followed our story for a long time, but maybe we can introduce ourselves with how we met. Yeah, let's give a quick background. So we met in college, actually. Uh, Davis was my first boyfriend, and we met at what I think is called these days a silent disco. It was called an iPod dance party for us, but essentially you download a playlist from iTunes or somebody makes a playlist for you, you download it, everyone comes with their headphones, they put them on and they just dance like no one's watching. And it's completely silent if you're not part of the the dance party. So we're dancing in the middle of this parking lot at like 11 o'clock at night and it's completely silent. It's probably 50 of us. I don't know. <laughs> so we come up and we just see all these silent people dancing and I've got no idea what's happening because I didn't bring headphones. I didn't bring the fine. I did not read the fine print on the invitation. I don't know why you thought you could attend <laughs> without iPhone. Without so headphones. I showed up. Davis was a gentleman. He came over, shared his earbuds with me, and the rest was history. We got married after a year, actually, while we were still in university. And then we moved to Texas. We lived in Houston as our first jobs. Neither one of us had ever lived or really been to Texas before, but we got jobs there. I was a chemical engineer in school, and Davis was actually an opera singer. I was an opera singer in school, and then in in Houston, I was not an opera singer. (laughs) I worked in real estate. I was a commercial real estate broker selling shopping centers. That's what we did for a few years down there. And so, yeah, we lived there, we're doing the corporate world, and I quickly just felt like there was something more in life for me. And so I actually quit without knowing anything that I was going to do, had no plans, but I just knew that that life wasn't for me. I didn't want to wake up in 10 years and say, what the hell did I do with my life? So... I quit and I had always wanted to learn photography. It was always something on my list, but I never had time for. And so I said, well, I'm figuring out what else I'm doing. Let me just have some time for me to be creative. Started getting really into photography. Davis was actually already knew quite a bit more than I did. (laughs) I I don't know why I had an interest in photography since I was younger. So I didn't have as much of a learning curve, but it was definitely, I mean, I wasn't shooting on manual. So let's just be honest. I, I, knew, I knew like not that much. So we started watching YouTubes and figuring out how do we use this camera and, and get dangerous with it. And we had always loved traveling. That was actually something, even when we were working in our corporate life, we came together and just had such a passion every time we would travel and we love to travel internationally. So We were going on our first trip since I'd quit my job, and I said, hey, let's start a social media account because it would be so much fun to have a space to be able to share our art and this new world of photography. So we started our account, and then eventually it grew into what it is today, and we started taking on clients for photography to where it became a full-time business, and then Davis jumped on and 
we've been doing that for the last four years. So yeah, what a here wild we are. Ride. And when, <laughs> yeah. So I guess that that's kind of an intro onto who we are. We wanted to make a podcast because we felt like what we're putting out as artists on social platforms and stuff like that is pretty it is an, an act of self-expression for sure, but we're putting our best foot forward and we really want to make it look beautiful and we enjoy that. But we also are normal people and humans. And so we wanted to share some of what's going on with us in our normal life on a weekly basis because I think that our life may be a little bit different from what we were doing before. And it's something that I think could be a lot of fun for us. So we want this podcast to be so raw and just real life of what it's like for us kind of living on the road as we said um and we know that this is a little bit out of the norm outside of the box and so we thought it'd be just really fun to share what it's like for us every day so to catch you guys up on this last week we had a a couple stories of stuff that happened (laughs) that we maybe wanted to share we thought were pretty funny the We were doing a shoot for a client here in Los Angeles. And for those of you who may not be familiar with Los Angeles, it could be sunny, very sunny blue skies in one part. And then you drive a half an hour and then it is completely covered in clouds. This cloudy part is called the marine layer and it tends to be very stubborn and it will not go away sometimes. And if you're not next to the coast, you don't know that it's cloudy at the coast. Even if you check the weather, it's hard to really know if it's going to last. And what we needed was a blue sky. Yeah, and honestly, Los Angeles just always has a mind of its own. We wanted to shoot down in Santa Monica. They've got this iconic pier that was going to be just so beautiful for the photos. We were actually doing it as a birthday shoot for a client, but we thought it would be really fun, the concept of you go to a carnival on the birthday. We had a product that we were shooting there, and we just thought it was going to make for the most beautiful photos, but... We needed a blue sky. We didn't want this gloomy gray sky for your birthday. That was not going to be the vibe. So I described earlier that it takes 30 minutes to drive to the coast. That's like so optimistic. In Los (laughs) Angeles, it takes like an hour to get anywhere if you're driving. And you don't really have another option. We don't have a ton of public transportation here. So we drove about an hour to realize that it was cloudy at the beach and (laughs) our time is limited when we're here in los angeles because we're usually out traveling elsewhere and that was a very frustrating moment to be honest so to back up a little bit when we left and we looked at the sky it was blue super blue it was blue so we were feeling good we were feeling like okay great this is our day this is gonna be a good shoot day and as we're slowly driving closer and closer the blue just became like a soft blue and then a powdery blue and then all of a sudden it was just gray it was like the black pearl like pirates (laughs) of the caribbean in reverse like we were driving into the smog and that was not pleasant so we get to the beach and we didn't we honestly just turned right around we're like nope this isn't gonna work we didn't even try to look for parking yeah we didn't even get out Um, oh that was frustrating so that's when we decided (laughs) we had to just call an audible which honestly as photographers we have to do this more times than not because we're not your typical studio photographers. So when you're in a studio, you get to, you get to control all the elements. You have the perfect lighting. You have everything that is consistent for you every time you show up. But we love to shoot in natural light. We love to shoot in nature. And we love to embrace whatever location that we're in because 
we think that it can just give such a unique perspective to each of our shoots, which means that we are always battling nature. We're always battling the elements and more times than not, we're having to call an audible and change things up just because it's not what we expected. So that was when we decided, okay, it's a birthday shoot. Let's go to Party City and maybe we can get some balloons and do something with balloons. So Party City is an, is an actual location. It's a store. It's not like a, <laughs> it's not like Sin City, Vegas. Let's go to Party City, Moab or whatever. No, Party City is a retail store in part of a big box like mall area. So we drive over to this large shopping center and we buy a bunch of balloons and we end up doing this photo shoot in the parking lot because we were just like, what the hell? Might as well. We have a really blue sky now, now was, that we're away from the coast. It was the only slice of blue sky that we had seen all day. And so we just said, I was like, Davis, this could this could turn on us in 20 minutes. So we got out of the car and I said, we're not even driving anywhere. We're doing this in the parking lot. Yeah. So the cars are driving by. So we have the product with us and we're trying to align it so that all you get is like blue sky with balloons, no telephone pole wires, no um lights because we're in a parking lot so they had some of those tall lights yeah next time you guys go outside just think if you had to do a photo shoot into the sky is there enough airspace for you to do that because most of the time there is a ton of light like lights that are up there as she said telephone poles buildings there's a lot of stuff that gets in the way but we got it done we ended up with actually a really nice shoot. And to be honest, I think the client's going to like it even better than our original concept of the pier because it just, it was screaming happy birthday. And there, was, out. there was some really nice puffy clouds. So. Yeah, I think we did good. Good job, <laughs> us. We handled that one. Uh, so yeah, that's honestly such a typical day for us um, as photographers. And especially when we have a big content day for brands, it always there's always some type of a wrench in it there's some the drama there's <laughs> the always drama. drama and that's probably what you'll get more of on this podcast just kind of the everyday drama that we're dealing with so the other thing that we've been doing this week is we have been packing and getting ready because we leave for europe at the end of this week which we're super excited about europe is honestly one of our all-time favorite locations that we ever go and most of the time we st- we love to stay along the Mediterranean because it's just our vibe. We love it so much. So countries like Italy, France, Greece, Croatia, it's our favorite part of Europe. Summer I can't in the wait. Europe. Summer in the Mediterranean. Can't wait. Can't <laughs> wait. But as part of our packing, we have to be moving. We're actually moving storage units. So right now, all of our things that we own fit into a storage unit. And that's how we're able to live in these other countries for an extended period of time because we just have our stuff in this little concrete box that's (laughs) next to Los Angeles airport. And so we actually moved to another storage unit in Los Angeles and that allows us to keep our things easily in one place and allows us to be in and out pretty quick. So I guess we'll back up a little bit. When we decided to go full time into this, we saw ourselves traveling more than 50% of the time because a lot of our jobs are international because a big piece of our photography is doing photography for hotels and tourism boards. And so when we saw kind of the way things were shaping out, we thought 
what if instead of having an apartment that we were paying for all of the time, what if we paid for just a storage unit to be able to store our things in like clothes, equipment, um, and that way we don't have to have everything on a backpack because honestly, we're just, we're not backpackers. We do, we not never anymore. travel. We did it. <laughs> we did, we it, did it, it once. We tried it. We did Asia. But that was good. we do not travel light. We honestly always have so many different suitcases with us. Like I like to look nice. We like People to- stare at us. <laughs> People stare at us in the airport and they like kind of like, wow, like why? <laughs> why? It's like, don't, we don't even want to get into it. So we never travel light, but we're always going to different places. So we're switching out our um, outfits. And then also we needed a stable location for brands to be able to send us products for when we shoot for them. So we needed to have something concrete. So we do have our storage unit. um, But then when we travel around the world, we say we pay rent around the world. So typically if we're working for a hotel, we're staying there, but then We'll tack on maybe an extra week to go and explore around the area and we'll rent an Airbnb there. And so we're constantly in and out of Airbnbs, but Los Angeles is our home base. It's where our storage unit is. We actually have a car here as well that we park in our storage unit. Um, And every time we come back to Los Angeles, we are renting an Airbnb. Typically, we like to do it for a month because that gives us time to recover and also, pro tip, monthly Airbnbs, you can usually get a discount. It's honestly the same cost to get a monthly Airbnb as it is to pay for about two and a half weeks. Because they it's a whole nother level. If you start searching for monthly Airbnbs, they have hidden ones. Like some people only do minimum 30-day stays. And so you have, I, I guess, a different variety to choose from. And the thing that we like about it is that we're constantly in a new place around Los Angeles. And so instead of being in one neighborhood every single time, We get a chance to explore and kind of understand what is the real layout of this city versus when we lived in Houston, we stayed in one pocket and that's kind of all we got familiar with. And the other thing that's nice is every place has kind of its pluses and minuses. And so if something has, I don't know, something that we really don't like, we don't we don't have to live with it forever. It's not permanent. Everything's temporary. Um, and so for example, the place that we're living right now, it has an amazing location. We're like five minutes away from our storage unit and we've been picking up packages, honestly, every other day, because I don't know what it's been. I feel like everything we've been sent from a brand has been sent in a single box. We literally have so many boxes right now. There's so much. Um, So it's so close to the storage unit, which has been amazing. It's also a really nice location. We're close to Manhattan, Santa Monica, not too far away from Beverly Hills. And those are typically the places that we like to go and hang out around when we're here in Los Angeles. But guys, this apartment we're in right now is slanted (laughs) like like take a marble and roll it from one corner of the room to the next and it will like we could have races do marbles ping pong balls whatever you want to roll it's slanted and so i don't know if you guys live in a slanted house but it it can kind of hurt your back (laughs) well okay so you just have to be really careful there's one line that we've been able to find where you can actually have things be even. So for doing like yoga or workouts, we're constantly kind of fighting over who can have an actual flat space. 
Um, I mean, I think we're just in line with the with the <laughs> incline. It's yeah. like you're not just going down. It's like a fun house or a Disneyland, like in a fun house. But we both are facing the same direction. <laughs> and anytime we like square up for a minute, we're both like standing and facing the same direction or opposite to each other. So I'm like looking down slant and she's looking up slant. But hey, we're not we're not complaining because it's only it's, like a one percent. If you do the the iPhone measurement and you can decide, you can see how much of a slant it is. About one percent. I think my theory is maybe earthquakes in Los Angeles. Oh may no, have caused this building it. is probably like 1968 <laughs> vintage. Like this is an old ass building. Like kind of there's cracks in the walls if you look outside. That's true. I wouldn't live here permanently, but for a month, hey, why not? It's not bad. And it's also, it gets a lot of light. So the light is really nice in it, which for photography, I need to have a lot of light to make sure that the color balance is correct. And so. Well, fun fact, Sydney does all the editing. Oh, yeah. Who knew? (laughs) Not me. So we actually, we both are the photographers. We kind of trade off of who will frame up the shot um and so that's really nice but it's true i do all of the back end editing for colors and anything like that but if it's a video davis clips it all so whenever you see something that's like really fun and time to the music well that was very nice he's a very fun editor <laughs> that's very kind of you thank you that's 100 percent davis because whenever i try to clip things to the music it's always off <laughs> I, w- I will take responsibility for music yeah that davis was just, my major in college so i better davis just better shakes be his head and i'm just is it on is it on beat and you just like here yeah. just let me handle it the other thing about this airbnb is that we're like right next to the landing strip for lax So every three to five minutes, there's a big plane just like coming right overhead. It's not too loud, though, to be honest. It's just like a slow rumble. Maybe you'll hear it during this podcast. Maybe you won't. It's like living next to a train. I mean, like everything has a thing. Like maybe you have a neighbor who has really loud dogs or maybe you have neighbors that are just like they stomp and they live above you. That's like, what do you have? Elephants living upstairs? I mean, we've been down. We have nobody above us. Thankfully, the people down below us. Yeah, maybe we're stomping on them. We for sure are during our workouts. Actually, that's true. Jumping up and down. There's one of one of my workouts has high knees into it. And so the poor neighbors, (laughs) the poor neighbors below us. Yeah. Anyways, that's our Airbnb situation. There's so many ins and outs to living full time in an Airbnb. We don't have enough time today to go into it. We'll maybe do a podcast around that later. Yeah, Honestly, we've got this whole criteria of checklist that we will look at now for when we're trying to rent an Airbnb because since we rent so many of them, we know exactly what we want. And pictures can be deceiving. So deceiving. So deceiving. But if you know what to look for, you can most of the time be able to tell. So anyways, that's... We're about coming up on time. We don't want these podcasts to be too long. But there is one other story that I wanted to share. I don't know if I even told you about it. You know how we have a new water jug? Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you... Yeah, I got one. Because the the old one broke. Are you serious? Yeah. we. So I'm driving. So we get these five-gallon water jugs that that we get all of our water from. Like we fill it up at the store at Whole Foods or wherever we're shopping because tap water and... Los Angeles, not highly advisable to drink straight from the faucet. It's not very good. So we like to get our own water. It's not that expensive. It's actually cheaper. So anyways, driving home with this five-gallon jug of water in the backseat of the car, and there's nothing else in the backseat. So it's kind of rolling around a little bit. And I, the thing, the thing broke. And the water just starts <laughs> gushing all over the back of the car. And so I'm driving in this little Subaru Impreza, and it's like a four-lane road that I got to 
get across four lanes because the water is just coming out of this thing all over everything in the back. Slam on the brakes. I'm next to the curb. I get out of the curb and there's a guy just kind of standing there. Every He's living life in slow motion. I'm living at 100 miles an hour right now because I'm trying to get this water thing fixed. He's Wait, just sitting was there. he homeless? I don't know what he was. He was just there. He kind of maybe, maybe he was, <laughs> maybe he wasn't. Doesn't matter, angels. though. He was supporting me in my in my problem. <laughs> he, he was just there looked for me. you. Yeah, he was smoking a cigarette, and, he, and he's like, what is going on? So I open the trunk, and the water kind of like spills <laughs> out. And I'm grabbing this giant water jug, and he's like, oh, shit. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is a problem. Like, what do I even do with this? So I just let the water kind of fall to the ground and then it's just spewing out like a dying patient and we're both just looking at it in <laughs> silence don't know what to do and, I, and I just, he doesn't know how to help me i don't know how to help me so we just let the water go and then <laughs> once it was enough out i put it back in the car and then kind of close it up and i had to go to a, a car wash to try and vacuum out yeah, the water because like what need- do you do you have all this water in the car now do we need to go and do something are we gonna get mold in our car no i don't know i don't think so <laughs> I, I wouldn't i vacuumed a lot of the water out of the fabric Maybe to leave the, the windows down for it to air dry. I mean, it's not soda, you know, it's not sugar water or anything. Here I was thinking you were just getting a new jug, you know, improving life. But I didn't know that the other one broke. Yeah, the other one died. That was <laughs> death to the old jug. So anyways, that little fun, fun fact of how that happened for us over the last couple of days. But guys, thanks so much for tuning into this. This was podcast number one, hopefully of many more. Our goal is to do these weekly. So next week, as we said, we are going to Europe and we will be recording from there. So tune in and you can, of course, tune into our Instagram as well. We're just Sydney and Davis over there. So see you guys next week. Bye.